All right, welcome in everybody. I am here, Coach V, with uh, Future Star. Future Star, how you doing? Very good for a Monday, anyway. How's it going, Coach? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, well, let's start off with um, the Taylor Group, um, and we got Seattle, your own team, Rockford, Flagstaff, and Frankfurt in this group. So, some high-powered coaches that you know have a lot of respect. Um, throughout the game, we'll start with uh, Coach Jayco in um, Seattle. They brought in the 198-185 class, replacing the 3-4 class. Um, and, you know, it, it's going to be tough to replace a guy like Matthew Taylor. Um, Owen Eubanks was a really good glue guy for them, too. He had the second highest plus-minus on their team. Um, and they really rely – actually had the high, highest plus-minus on their team at 11.1. Um but yeah, it's a big uh, it's a big drop off for them. Um, they're going to really have to rely on Bradley Battle and Abraham Perkins. Um, you look at their three guys. They did bring in Cameron Moses, who you know is a tall guy that did okay shooting. Not necessarily. I mean, he was playing opposition, so it's hard to really get a gauge of you know where his rebounds assist. But he seems like a guy that should be starting. I would guess um, for this team. Yeah, yeah. Any thoughts on this class? Yeah, it's going to be tough to replace a guy like Matthew Taylor. I mean, the guy scored 24 points a game last year as a 6'10 center. That's, I mean, that, that that's that's kind of really unique in this game. There aren't that many good offensive big men in this league. So um, to to lose a guy like that, it's going to be tough. Um, and like you said, it looks like Moses is, you know, he was playing out of position last year. He's the type of guy that's got to go into the starting lineup just because it doesn't look like they have many options. Um, they ran pretty short on the bench last year, um, so there's no, you know, kind of big men uh, waiting in the wings to to come into the starting lineup. So he's going to have to go in there, and uh, you know, maybe maybe he provides a little offense. He's got a little playmaking ability, and I think, uh, you know, he's he's just because of his height, he's he's going to help them. But it's definitely a big drop off from last year. Yeah, for sure. Um, Bradley Battle's coming back, and he scored 21 points a game. 2.8 assists, 3 rebounds, 3.7 rebounds. Um, I'd like to see him take a little step up. Uh, Jeremiah Reimer, um, you know, pass first kind of shooting guard. Um, so we'll see what happens. You know, Moses, will, yeah, I'd probably definitely have to play. I kind of like John running um, to if he can get a little run potentially. Uh, yeah, I think he could help out the team. But, um they're definitely going to take a step back, in my opinion, from last year. Yeah. Well, I, well, John Running, John Running graduated, didn't he? <laughs> oh, he did. My bit. <laughs> yeah. Doing this, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Monday, but um, yeah. And Abraham Perkins, um, he's a guy that looks like maybe has a little more offense in him, with a little bigger role. He did score 19 points a game in high school on on pretty good percentages. So, um, if you give him a few more opportunities, you know, he could he could replace at least a little bit of the offense that, that you lose from Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, potentially. All right, let's look at the next team. We got your own um, Rockford Files. They, you guys brought the 59-102 class, replacing the 11-15 class. I mean, it's tough. Eduardo, Eduardo Bates is one of the all-time players for you guys. I mean, he's um, he just did so much for you guys last year, and 25.7 points a game. It's hard to replace that, but that being said, um, and then you replace 
Kenneth Hill, who's got 11 assists. But that being said, you brought in some guys that could score. Um, all three, you know, look like they can do a little scoring. Schramm's probably more of the point guard type, similar to Kenneth Hill with a high steal rate, um, high plus minus. And he's not um, – you're not going to – you're not going to um, get too mad if he shoots the ball. And then, obviously, Rodolfo Logan looks like he's replacing Bates. Moreno looks like a solid uh, backup or a guy that could potentially start if he um, develops enough of a shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I was a little surprised at the ranking. You know, um, when I saw the who, who we signed, I, I mean, I, we lost one tie, but we kind of got three players we really wanted. And uh, – um, you know, I thought it would probably be maybe like a top 30 or top 40 class. So I was kind of a little bit shocked when I saw the ranking. I guess their attributes aren't necessarily that great overall, but the minuses are mostly in places that don't matter. Um, like these guys are guards, like and some of them are not great rebounders and stuff like that. But, you know, it, if you look at it one for one, we kind of replace what we lost with similar type players. Um, you know, Shram is probably a little better shooting version of Hill, maybe not quite as great a passer, but still going to be a good passer. Um, Logan is maybe like a low rent version of Bates. And then we lost our backup shooting guard, uh, Joseph Stroman and Moreno is, I would think is probably as good as him. So, um, you know, it'd be interesting. They're going to be freshmen, so they're going to go through their bumps, but, um, between the three of them, I'm, I'm hoping anyway, there's not going to be too big of a drop off. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, Okay, let's look at the uh, next team. We have Flagstaff, the Whippersnappers, coached by Coach T- Tao, uh, 2006. They brought in the 35-70 class, replacing the 96-100 class. Um, you lose two starters in Justin Wright, who was their leading scorer, and Devin Bertrand, um, who, you know, rebound, defend, pass a little bit, but maybe a little undersized at 6'7". They brought some height. You know, you got Christian Howard, who's 6'11", um, can rebound 11.7 rebounds, 3.3 blocks, 4 assists, only 1.5 steals. That's a guy that really fits in well. And then Dominic McCall, um, it looks like he can score even better than Justin Wright. So this team seems like they get an obvious upgrade at those two positions. Um and Brewington doesn't look bad either, you know, low-volume shooter, but he was pretty efficient in those shots, and he has a good assisted turnover, block, block ratio. I mean, I could see potentially all three fitting into the starting lineup. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it looks like, I mean, they're a pretty well-rounded team. Um, you know, they're a little bit short on the bench last year, but I think they'll probably can end up putting Brewington back in there somewhere, and that and that's going to help. Um yeah, if, if you look at their per 30 numbers, they get a lot of offense from a lot of different places. They don't really rely on one guy. So um, adding McCall, who's going to be, like you said, maybe a little better version of Justin Wright. And then you get a passing big man like Howard in there. Um, you probably can go, you know, with the two guys at 6'11 uh, in the starting lineup. And, you know, it's, it's going to create some tough matchups for guys. And, and you know, definitely going to be an improved team, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, cool. Let's uh, look at the next team. We got Frankfurt, the uh, Fighting Owls, coached by Coach Ted Lasso. They bring in the 1033 class, replacing the 131-146 class. And it seems like he's just kind of getting uh, getting his team back. This is one of the best coaches in uh, League 31 history. I think last year might have been maybe the second time he's missed the NTT or something like that. He doesn't 
they don't miss the NTT very. I guess it was the second year in a row, maybe the third time in their history. So they've had a little down spell, you know, haven't won many ties, but, you know, they get three guys here that can all score uh, 57.6, 58, and 58.5% true shooting from all of them. Uh, Knowles looks like a big man that can fit in well and um, be a nice compliment for uh, Jermaine White down there. Maybe you can even move Jermaine White to the small four potentially. Um, I mean, yeah, they got a lot more scoring last year. They were only getting 77.1 points per game. And, yeah, this will definitely help them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, they lose Dominic McGee, who is, uh, you know, kind of one of the members of a scoring committee last year. Um, they had a bunch of guys that scored in double digits, but none higher than 16. So you add somebody, you know, whether it's Jaden Scott or Landry Coleman in that spot, um, you're going to get a guy who's going to be a pretty efficient scorer. Um, and you had uh, uh, Michael Knowles to the middle somewhere, um, who's maybe not the most athletic guy, but pretty good rebounder. Um, the only thing that concerns me about this team is maybe their interior defense a little bit. Last year, they defended pretty well from three, but uh, teams against them shot 50% from the field. They only got four blocks a game, which is a little bit weird because they were pretty tall, you know, so maybe mm-hmm. not the most athletic or maybe not the best defense down low. So um, Knowles doesn't look like the type of guy that's going to help that too much. So I think that's that's the one area that, that might they might be a little uh, – you know, vulnerable because they definitely gonna are gonna have a lot of scoring from their uh, guards and wings. Yeah, for sure. And you look at these teams, and you know, there's a, I mean, there's some. Yeah, I mean, I feel like any of them can really win it. You know, Seattle might even be like the favorite to the the only one that I don't I I wouldn't pick to win this group potentially. Frankfurt does have a tough schedule. They got Scottsdale, Manassas, Duluth, um, in their in their uh, out of uh, out of region or sorry, not out of region, but mm-hmm. their out of group schedule. Yeah. Seattle's <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, got you both Eugene and Dearborn, so those could be uh, tough games. Flagstaff has uh, making Eugene and Morgantown, and then you guys have Mobile, Clearwater, and Salt Lake City. So really tough for – I mean, all of them are really tough games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the one where, yeah, probably the one of the groups going to be like four and two probably. Um, and, yeah. you know, I mean, historically we haven't necessarily done that great in this tournament. We've done all right a couple of times. But, um, yeah, we're, we're a team that kind of tends to get a little better towards the end of the season. So so I'm not going to predict anything anything great for us, but, but hopeful. <laughs> Yeah, I really uh, did it to you with uh, that schedule. Get it, giving you Ted Lasso, JD, Bills fan, Jayco, Tal. Yeah, all. yeah. I mean, what happened? We're not even the one seed in our group. So how did we get all the toughest games? <laughs> uh, you can file a complaint with the uh, schedule maker. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, man. You know, I think it's gonna be. Ah, uh, man, I'm trying to. I think it'll come down to uh, the Frankfurt-Rockford game. Um, I think that's going to – I like what Frankfurt's doing. You know that Ted Lasso's a good coach, and he really uh, – he gets the most out of his players, and he, he finally has a running mate for Jermaine White. So, I – yeah, uh, I, I think you guys pull it out, um, but I think it'll be close. I think that game's going to be big. Okay, thanks for the vote of confidence. You know, well, we'll definitely put that up uh, on the board in the locker room to, to motivate our guys. 
What, what's your pick for the group? Um, I don't, you know, geez, you know what? I kind of like Flagstaff, you know, um, mm. because they, just, you know, I know they didn't make the NTT last year, but historically they've been a pretty good team. Um, and they didn't really lose anything all that great. And, you know, by, by adding another big man in there, and like I said, they're pretty well-rounded. So they're a team that can play a lot of different ways. Um, and they just, their schedule is, is, is decent, but it may not be as tough as some of the other teams. So, I mean, maybe on, you know, a very slight lean towards Flagstaff here. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, um, let's look at some, um, players to watch. I think this, this group's going to be the group of the freshmen. I mean, there's a lot of really talented freshmen, um, in this group. I think they're, they're going to take it for the most part, but Jermaine White, um, and Michael Knowles, uh, you know, you got, uh, Dominic McCullough, I think is going to have a big, big, uh, tournament. And then obviously for you guys, you know, Rodolfo Logan looks, and I, I I'm hoping, I, I think Elijah Mendoza might have a pretty big tournament too. We'll see how he does. Um, yeah. And we didn't mention some of the guys we have returning Mendoza's. I think he did pretty well in this tournament last year, you know, and with another year under his belt, and hopefully he'll take another step forward. Um, Any other players you're watching? Yeah, well, on, on, on Seattle, I mean, just with what, you know, they didn't bring in a ton, so it, you have to look at Bradley Battle and Abraham Perkins. I mean, they're going to be guys yeah. that are going to have to carry their offense. So I think with the, a few extra shots available to them, I think they could put up some pretty gaudy numbers. You know, whether that helps them win a lot of games, I don't know, but I think they're going to produce offensively. For sure, for sure. Cool. Well, that does it for this group. We'll be back next talking about at the Harvey Group, I think. Yeah. Great. Talk to you soon. All right.